1: Welcome. We are so glad you're joining us today for Jesus the healer and it will be time well spent because anytime we give to the word, it's going to bless our life in so many different ways. So welcome. And we say this, bring your faith. We're believing God with you for answers for your life. Amen. Amen. We've been teaching on how to keep your healing. Go back, watch previous episodes. You know, I always say that. Go back, watch previous episodes because so many things need to be said and they're all connected. And so we want you to get hold of these truths that belong to us. Um, We're talking about that when someone receives a manifestation of their healing, that's not the time to start coasting spiritually. That's right. Because why is that? Because the devil will launch a counterattack to try to bring back old symptoms, old pains to try to get you to accept it back. Mm -hmm. Just because symptoms try to return doesn't mean that you're not the healed still. You are still healed. But how do you take a successful stand in the counterattack so that you don't allow the blessing of God to be stolen from you? Amen. That's what we're teaching about and ministering on because the Word has something to say about that, doesn't it? We, we left off looking at Joshua chapter one and verse eight. Go with me if you would again. Joshua chapter one, verse eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night so that thou mayest observe to do according to all that's written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Then thou shalt have good success. We said this last time that in this verse, God's not mentioned, the devil's not mentioned. What's mentioned is us and the word. That's right. Amen. In fact, I said it in the previous episode. I think I said it backwards, but it's you you and I are mentioned five times in that verse. Mm -hmm. The Word is mentioned three times. So what's that mean? It means our prosperity and success in this life is going to be depending on how we treat the Word. Not how the Word treats us, but how we treat the Word. Amen. 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 And so we have to learn to get this Word in us mm-hmm. and turn to it at a moment's notice when mm-hmm. something comes up that challenges us, yeah. mm-hmm. challenges God's Word. We turn to the Word. What's the Word say? Mm-hmm. That we have that Word ever ready, ready to pull it out. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, our safety is in our preparation. Yes. Amen. If we're prepared with the Word, Amen. there's a safety, yes. you know. Good. Um yeah. Yeah. I like this word because really we don't hear this word much in our modern day English is this word meditate. The way we do hear it is in connection with something else other than the word of God. You'll hear other people say it in the, they're, they're, they're kind of meaning the same thing, but they're taking it a different direction. This book of the law is what it says. Shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Notice this, that thou mayest observe to do. So the meditation has something to that, that plays into the doing of the Word. Yes. When people aren't doers of the Word, they lack, they lack the meditation of the Word yes. Yes. because meditation of the Word is driving it into your heart, yes. into yes. your Amen. spirit. Yes. You can't spend what you don't own. That's right. Many times people are trying to spend a verse that really isn't real to them. Yes. How do you make it real to you? Because all of us at some time or another, there's some scripture we've needed and we go, I know this is my answer, but it doesn't seem real to me. Meditation is how you take ownership. It's how it becomes yours. It's how you put that verse in you and how you put you in that verse. And um, you say that word just over and over, you meditate on it and you go, Pastor Nancy, I'm not sure that I still understand what meditation is. You've meditated whether you've realized it or not. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Have you ever worried? Yes. Worry is meditation yeah. in the yeah. negative yeah. direction. Right. Same thing. Yeah. You know what it's like to worry. You, let's say the thought comes and you're not going to have enough money to mm-hmm. to, pay your, to pay your mortgage this week or this month. You know what you'll start doing? Okay, well, maybe I can take money over here. Maybe I can ask this a certain amount of, uh, uh, I can work these extra hours. Maybe I can borrow this. What are you doing? You're meditating. You're searching into that thought of what can I do to address this thought? That's worry in the negative direction. Himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. Uh, do that himself. He took my infirmities. It wasn't an angel didn't do it. Moses didn't do it. Noah didn't do it. Uh God himself, God the son, God the son, the the, the Godhead got involved in my health. You see, you talk it to yourself, just like you would talk about worrying about a financial bill, which we don't do anymore, right? Right. We don't do anymore. (laughs) But you understand my, my, my demonstration or example of it. We talk it and we yes, talk it yes. from all different angles. We think deeply into it. That's what you do with the Word. Amen. You can take, for example, you can take, um, you can, as I said, himself took our infirmities. He did it himself. That means this, he saw to it personally because nothing was going to falter. Right. He wasn't gonna let this falter. He did it himself personally. Yes. Yes. Himself. Look at this, took it. He took it. He didn't put it yes. on me. Yes. He took it. Yes. Where did he take where did he take it? Away from me. Yes. Away from you? <laughs> yes. Amen. He took it. Since he took it, I can't have it. That's right. I won't yes. have it. So I know these symptoms aren't mine because he took oh, mine. Yeah. Yes. These are the devil. Devils, you need Thank to take you. your own oh, symptoms and go because mine have already been yes. taken. Yes. Yes. See, this is called meditating. You take yeah. that one, you take a verse, take it one word at a time and yeah. preach that thing to yourself. Look at it from different angles. Yeah. Himself took my yeah. Not just my pastor's, not just the preacher's infirmities, not just, the, my, just my grandmama yeah,
0: right.
1: who's been saved for years. Himself took our infirmities. Yes. He took mine. Yes. mine. Amen. Amen. Turn it personal. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's what it means to mutter. You're thinking into it. You're giving it place in your thought life. You're giving it place in your talking you know, you talk to yourself all the time, whether you realize it or not. You're talking to yourself. Talk the Word to yourself. I said, talk the Word to yourself. This is how you meditate, mutter on it. You meditate the Word as a lifestyle, you will become deeply spiritual. Very good, very good. Yeah. Your spiritual life will deepen because that Word will become one with you and you one with that word. And it will govern every, every, every situation of, your, of how you, of every circumstance, how you talk yes. to it, yes. how you think about it. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank God. Many people have learned to confess the word, but not meditate it. True. Yes. 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 Good. Well, let me say this. When you're meditating, you are confessing it. Don't you have to confess it yes. to meditate it? You've got to put it in your mouth. That's part of the meditation of it. But many times, if we're just going to confess it without meditating it, mm-hmm. without soaking mm-hmm. our thoughts in it, without speaking it into the situations of our life, then people will get little results. Then they start losing confidence in their own faith.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good. That's true. Yeah.
1: Because they're, they've learned, if, if we're not careful, we learn to confess, but we don't want to make useless confessions.
0: Right. Yeah. True. Right. Yes.
1: What are useless confessions? Confessions that are just come out of the mind, but not out of the heart, yes. because they haven't landed in the heart, heart yet, and they're just a mental parroting yeah. and repeating. Right. Listen, I use... I used to go in school. Let's talk about it, <laughs> um, because I I don't. I, I'm assuming maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Somebody that might be an expert in this. Might say, well, I'm not so sure she's right about this. But the, this way, I assumed it. Now I'm not talking about the word. Just stay with me. <sighs> Growing up, I I took piano lessons. I played. I practiced by the hour. I every piece I learned. My teacher required me to memorize it. Okay. Memorization and meditation are two different things. Yes. The, you, don't, you don't find the word memorize in the Bible.
0: That's
1: right. It's meditate. Yes. Why? Memorization is a mental act. Meditation involves your heart. Amen. Yes. Now, it's not wrong to memorize the word because if you memorize it up here, then when the Bible isn't in your hand, then you're able to take that verse that you've memorized and start meditating on it and drive it into your spirit, right? But now let me get back to my other story here, (laughs) my my example. Um, Because I had to memorize every single piece I played, I could quickly memorize stuff. It played, it, it played over into my schoolwork. Oh, wow. That when we have a spelling test, <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't learn always. No,
0: <laughs>
1: I'm just telling on, on myself. <laughs> I didn't always learn um, the spelling of the word until right before I had to take the test. So I could look at it and go da-da-da-da-da-da, memorize about 10 words or whatever. I could do it really quickly. Yeah but I've just memorized it real quickly. Yeah. Right. Remembered it long enough yeah. to get in that room, right. take the test, get it on the paper, yeah. pass the test, right. and then I'm done. Yeah. I let it go. Yeah. Yeah. If you asked me a month later, I couldn't spell those words I got 100 on before. <laughs> <laughs> Does
0: that make sense? Yeah. Why? Because it was only
1: memorized. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: Yes. Oh now, when I, when I practice the piano, it became part of my muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. I'm not thinking of every note, the muscle memorizes. I mean, even to this day, things that I learned 40 years ago, I sit, I, in, in part, I can sit down and play some of it because that muscle memorization is there. Meditation takes it, if, if it's just in your memorization, at a time of great pressure, the mind will forget it. That's
0: true. Wow. Yeah it'll push it out of that mind
1: because there can be such an attack of uh, opposition and pressure that it's hard to remember under pressure. But if it's meditated on, it comes down into your spirit and your heart and the Holy Spirit now has something to draw on to remind you. And it, so I'm just saying, memorization is a loose hold. on a truth, on a scripture. Meditation is a firm hold, a firm grip, unshakable. You know, if you're holding a piece of paper and a strong wind and you're holding it by the very edge, barely, and somebody comes along and jerks it, didn't take much to do that. But if I get me a firm hold on this, something's going to give. They come to jerk that, that's going to rip because I'm not letting go. Right? And that's the same thing. Meditation puts the firm grip. It's not just something you've mentally processed. It's something that has made its home in your heart. It's taken root in your heart. This is what, this is why people who have just learned confession without meditation, get disappointed when what they're confessing doesn't show up when they think it should show up because it's not something real to them. They're just parroting. Now, don't misunderstand me. Um, we can confess the word, even just mentally, just say it and it will help you start grabbing it for your heart. But you can't just say, I've got it memorized, I know it. It's not just knowing it up here. You've got to know it down yeah, here wow. in your spirit. Yes. You have to know it in your spirit. Yes. It, takes some, it takes some action on our part yes. to meditate it. Yes. But once something is real to you, mm-hmm. once something mm-hmm. is yours, it's found, it's home, it's heart, you can spend it anytime you want at a moment's notice for the rest of your life. Amen. Amen. If you just keep meditating on it. Right. Amen. Amen. Um, let me give you an example of the success that comes through meditation, because this is how you, you you keep your healing too. Um, years ago, there was a, a man, he was probably, I want to say around 50 years old and he attended one of our services. His mother lived in a different location and she had been diagnosed with breast cancer. So this, this son who was in his fifties came to the service and he asked my husband, he had a, a handkerchief and he said, would you lay hands on this cloth? You know, it talks about in Acts 19, Mm -hmm. how Paul would lay hands Mm -hmm. on or uh, claws that would touch his body, handkerchiefs, claws that would touch his body and that anointing. Yes. That was upon him yes. would flow into that cloth and that cloth would act like a storage battery so that that cloth could be taken to someone who wasn't present where Paul was, but they could still receive yeah. of that anointing right. that was upon him through this means. It's, it, like I said, it's a storage battery. So this is a scriptural way to minister to people yeah. that are not able to be present with you mm-hmm. is that you can lay hands on that cloth. Mm-hmm. That anointing will go in there. They can then lay that cloth on their body and that anointing, God will honor the faith of that person yeah. and yes. will transfer that anointing and let that cloth be the agency yes. that, right. that, that yeah. carries that anointing to someone. So this, uh, this man got this cloth, had my husband lay hands on it. And by faith, my husband transmitted mm-hmm. that healing anointing right. into yeah. that cloth yeah. That young, that man took that cloth back to his mother. Mm -hmm. And when she got that cloth, listen to what she did. When she got that cloth, she um, did not immediately lay it on her body. Mm -hmm. She set it aside. Mm -hmm. And for the next two weeks, she said, there's healing anointing in that cloth. Mm -hmm. When I put that cloth on my body... Mm -hmm. That anointing stored in that cloth is going to go in my body. It's going to drive out this cancer. Himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. She took time to meditate on the Word. She didn't in a panic. Here, give me that. Now listen, don't misunderstand me. It works. But she wanted to make sure that her faith was... um, Flourishing. So she didn't just... She gave herself time to meditate Mm -hmm. on it for two weeks. What's she doing? She's building that expectancy. She's watering that seed. She is getting her... She's getting ready at a point in time to release her faith.
0: That's That's
1: right. After two weeks of this, she takes that cloth... And she lays that on her body with full expectation. She's in faith. She's not in panic. She's not in fear. She's run out every trace of fear, run out every bit of anxiety. She's in faith because she meditated on the word. She was giving the word first place. The moment that cloth touched her body, that power, she felt that tangibly in her body. She went back to the doctor. Every bit of it was gone. Amen. What was the difference? She wasn't just, Oh, I hope this works. Oh, I've heard this works. From somebody. She made it real to her, true to her by taking time to meditate on it. She took ownership of those truths. Amen. So that's what I'm talking about. Meditating. Once you've received your healing, keep meditating on the words. Why? It keeps you in ownership in your thought life of these, the covenant that's yours and the truths and all the blessings of God that belong to you. Amen. Amen. The word will work mightily in somebody when they are, when they are uh, certain. Yes. of that word, when they're yeah. anchored yeah. on that word, right. when that word is living in them. Yes. It's not just something that they've mentally got a grasp right. on, but it's taken its, it's taken its place in their heart. Right. Amen. 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 Now I want to go real quickly in the past. I have taught on in detail, something that God said to me, cause we're talking about how to keep your healing. Okay. God said to me in a service one time, um, in ministering, the Spirit of God said to me, there's three primary ways that Christians open the door to sickness. Yeah. Yeah. Three primary ways. Number one, he said, by them losing their peace. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What's that mean? They're, they've stepped in, they've opened the door to the devil. They're through worry, mm-hmm. fear, mm-hmm. doubt, yeah. unbelief. Yeah. So how does a believer lose their peace? Worrying. Worry is the offspring. When fear and doubt get together, they produce an offspring called worry. Worry is turning over in your thought life. Something you have no business touching, (laughs) right? Um, How do you know if you're worrying about something? They can tell you. If you're thinking about it. Worry opens the door to the devil. Yes. Yes. It closes the door to the power yes. of God. Yes. When we've received healing, symptoms try to come back. Don't you start worrying about that yes. body. Yes. Good. Amen. You've got, don't lose your peace. Amen. Don't yes. let symptoms rob you of your peace. Amen. Amen. You Amen. close Amen. the door to worry. You refuse to worry. I will not touch that in my thought life. Fear, you will not enter me. Amen. Yes. Amen. You will not enter my thought life. Amen. Amen. Protect your peace. Yes. If, that, if that comes, if, if worry tries to come, what do you say? If a worry tries to come, let, let's say this. You're worrying a, the, the thought to worry about your finances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that temptation to worry about your finances. Yeah. Um, you start worrying about that. You open the door to the devil in that arena. He won't just yeah. stay in that arena. Right. He'll get over into your health arena. right, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. right. Yeah. You know, when, if a thief enters a house through one room, he doesn't just stay most of the time in that room. He'll go through every room in the house. Amen. Yeah. And so even to worry about one arena can still open the door to him to attack you in other arenas. So worry opens the door to the devil. Stay in peace. Stay in peace. Refuse to leave peace. I refuse to, I refuse to worry. And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, there's, you know, there's worries that have come against me. Things, you know, cares. Well, the Bible says casting all your care on him. You're just going to say, Father, I trust you to take care of that. I'm not going to worry about that. Don't worry about your body. Place your body in his hands. Cast the care of your body. In his hands. Yes. Now that doesn't mean he can't do the faith side. You still have a part. We cast the care in his hands, but we keep releasing our faith. Right. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Protect your peace. Yes. Yes. Keep the door closed to fear, mm-hmm. doubt, anxiety, worry. Mm-hmm. Well, the word tells us God's not given us a spirit of fear. Right. Fear right. is, right. fear is more than a feeling. Now it will produce a feeling, but fear is not a feeling. Fear is a spirit. Yes. Yes. And it's a spirit you have authority over. Yes. You talk to it. Yes. You tell it. When symptoms show up, uh, fear will try to come with it. Have you ever noticed yeah. that with every test also comes an attack on your mind?
0: with every test.
1: I don't care whether there's an attack on your family, your children, your finances, your business, your body. There will also come an attack on your mind with that. Why? Because the devil's got to get you thinking wrong so that that test can work. When you think right, you close the door to that test. So he's going to try to get you thinking wrong don't lose your peace. When you think wrong, you lose your peace. That means you'll step out of the flow of peace. Stay in the flow of peace. How do you stay in the flow of peace, Pastor Nancy? Any thought that doesn't lead you to peace, reject reject it, resist it, cast it down. How do you cast it down? You talk to it. You don't try to outthink it. You talk to it. You talk to, talk to it. I love something that Brother Copeland says, you don't get rid of thoughts with thoughts. You get rid of thoughts with words. Yes. Amen. 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 So uh, we, we protect our peace. Right. Anything that challenges our peace, we say, no, you don't. Yes. Yes. So the Spirit of God said to me, three ways that believers open the door to sickness. Number one, they lose their peace. Number two, veering from the plan of God. Yeah. If God tells us to do something, that's our safe ground. Yes. Yes. So if we're doing something different than what he told us to do, then we're in disobedience. Mm-hmm. And when we're in disobedience, we open the door to the devil.
0: That's right. And then
1: he can protect, he can attack us. Yeah. The third thing that the spirit of God said to me that opens the door to sickness on believers is lack of gratitude, lack of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Lack of gratitude. As I said earlier, what, when do people get into a lack of gratitude when they're not even thinking about? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not even mindful. Mm-hmm. Yes. So get put in place every day of your life. Thank you, Father. The healing power of God is yes. working in me and I am the, I am the healed. Yes. I am the healed. I'm not trying to get healed. I am the healed. Thank yes. you for my health, Father. Yes. Do it while you're driving down the road in your car, yes. while you're cleaning your house, while you're running your errands. Yes put in place a flow of gratitude because as you're grateful, you're also releasing faith. Praising, worshiping God, gratitude is an expression of faith and the devil cannot get past your faith. Amen. So those three things, Mm -hmm. those three things will keep the door closed. The devil stay in peace. Don't get into worry. Don't allow fear. Don't lo- don't step out of the flow of peace. Mm-hmm. Number 2, stay in the will of God. Yes. Don't veer from the plan of God for your life. Yes. Right. Number 3, stay in gratitude. Yes. Yes. What's the word tell us in the book of Psalm? His praise shall continually be in my mouth. When His praise is continually in our mouth, the door is continually closed to the devil too. Amen. Well, you don't want to miss it. We're going to come back and minister along this time, along this line next time. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit Dufresne In this classic book by Nancy Dufresne, The Healer Divine, we are presented with a study of the healings of Jesus. Your faith will be stirred to believe and act as the healed God has already made you to be. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. In this series, How to Keep Your Healing by Nancy Dufresne, learn how to skillfully stand your ground against the enemy's strategies and enjoy your total victory. Order now at Ministries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Ontario, Canada at Promise a Life Church, August 27th through the 31st. For more information and to register, visit our website at Ministries.org. Come Expecting Miracles